0: Hide your wife, hide your podcasts, hide your blogs, because they are canceling everybody up in here. We're going to be talking about this today, Joe Rogan. I mean, look, you're gonna. the show is the show, and uh, I would uh, highly recommend that you join Mug Club, because there's some stuff that we talk about today. There's no way we could ever talk about that on YouTube, and someone will put it in a highlight reel in two years that we won't care about. Leave a rating or review. And the code word today to leave in your review is puckle gun. Leave a review with the word puckle gun.
1: When this is new you it better stop playing games. Half Asian boot, I will bring the pain. There's gonna be a lawsuit. He swears on his Asian mom. My club will never be dead and gone. If you cross And you know it's on. There's gonna be a lawsuit And this evangel
0: The Brian Stelter uh, Green Room. <laughs> that was long. That's the Green Room. Draw your own conclusions. You get it. Hold on <laughs> a second. Your my headphones. <laughs> I think I need new headphones. My headphones here. What are we acting? you need a headphone sponsor. All right. Glad to be. Yes. What we're doing, doing a right Sponsor. Watch. I'm going to come in with Beats. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He's a billionaire. <laughs> Dr. Dre Beats. Yeah. Well, that's it's. What do you do? I didn't know Chris Brown did headphones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, and then it was a mirrored uh, headphone line from Rihanna called Bruise. Uh, Guaranteed not to fall off in a beating. It's got a lot of bass. (laughs) All right. Sorry, we're starting uh, a little late today because there's been some breaking news, some developments here with Spotify and the Joe Rogan situation. Before I move on to anything, my question to you is what do you think about the Joe Rogan Spotify situation? And the apology. Is it caving? Do you think that there's, I think he's absolutely sincere, but do you even think that if someone is sincerely apologetic that this is how you handle it? Of course, I think you know where we line up. We've been in this exact situation before. We talking about that. We'll be talking about GoFundMe, Mm. the communists uh, at GoFundMe, what they've been doing here to try and stop the Canadian freedom uh, trucker convoy. There's a lot to get to. There is a lot busy to weekend. get to. It's a busy week. And as you know, half eight, I will not be here Wednesday. Dave uh, Landau will be filling in. Uh. Uh, Daddy will be in third chair because of some things with the half Asian Kraken. That's all uh, All I can talk about. But uh, by the way, live show, Monday through Thursday. That's the best way you can tune in. You can hit the subscription and all that notification bell. But the best thing is tune in Monday through Thursday. It's at 10 a.m. Eastern. Considering moving it a little later because some people have asked us to, but uh, right now it's 10 a.m. Eastern, and if we're not here, you can watch on Rumble, you can watch on Mug Club, unless we tell you that we are not here, we're still streaming live. There you go. You got that going on? Okay. Perfect. All right. All right. Before we move on, I just—we
2: got to get right into it. Gerald A is here. How are you? I am well. A little pissed this weekend was full of news that I didn't like.
0: Right. So we'll be getting to that. How are you? I'm okay. You know what? For the first time, I—I just—I slept in this morning, and did by that I mean really? I slept at like six forty-five, which I woke up was uh, uh. We kind of like. Ah, we did it again. Did you forget how? <laughs> <it> long- <laughs> Do you have an alarm clock that plugs into a wall? Still, is that is that your excuse? <laughs> I have an internal clock. Ah, okay. usually, but then I hit that must I must have hit the snooze. Uh, so I'm okay, and uh, you know him, you love him. Actually, I will be uh, doing some shows with him, touring with him. He's taping his special at the Majestic this Saturday. Don't ask oh. for no more tickets. There are two shows sold out. But uh, I will be with him March 26th in Evansville, Indiana, April 16th, Royal Oak, Michigan. You can see all the dates at loudworthcrowder.com slash tour. Those are almost sold out. We might be adding some shows yeah. this week. Dave Landau, how are you, sir? Ahoy, good. How about you? Uh, we, we, he already asked. Oh, never mind. Yeah. You wanted to, I, I don't know, I said the whole slept in thing. Response. Yeah,
3: your biological clock. Biological Mine's song. ticking.
0: <laughs> your biological clock, our marriage.
3: Yes, mine is.
0: Is there anything else? I missed my Is legacy. there any more shit that I could pile on top of this? Is it possible? <laughs> <laughs> Name that movie reference. You guys can comment. Oh, along. that's easy. Come on. <laughs> um, okay, so before we move on to everything else, and you must be excited taping your special this week. I actually am, yeah. I'm really, I'm. yeah. At the Majestic in Dallas, that's a that's a historical theater. It's a theater. gorgeous, gorgeous theater. I'm really excited. I think it's like it. 1,800 seats, and it just sold out. We added a show, so um, thank you guys. This is what this is what makes this program uncancelable. We'll be talking about all this with Rogan, but you know, we're not employees to anybody. I run this. I've always owned this. We have great partnerships. And we are funded by actual viewers like you, uh, lottowithcreditor.com slash mug club. It's 99 annually, 69 for students, veterans, active military. And uh, we take your chats. We do an extra full hour of show every day. Okay, let's move I'm on. Just glad, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just glad somebody
3: worked very hard on the architecture of such a wonderful building so I could tell penis
0: jokes. In. Yes. Ah, yeah. yes. Exactly. Because that's we were okay on that. Blueprints. Also, yeah. well, by the way, I didn't tell you, we have a couple of hecklers in the wings. We're like, oh, who writes these horrible jokes? So what oh, is this? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> hey. My heart hurts. Yes, yeah. that's uh, just me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd rather be home, staving off death. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> now uh, this, uh, Luna, stop walking through the show map here. I can see a little cursor. No, oh, this geez. is a weird Monday. Uh, this video has been making the rounds uh, this morning, showing Catholics in Poland uh, defending the—they have the gall, mm. if you will, to defend the nuclear family, as we, know, as Black Lives Matter refers to it. Um, in need of destruction. How many Polacks does that take? Oh, jeez. Well, you know what, I tell you what, the Polack jokes are done because they're now like, we, okay, we see how this ends, no more. Yes. We. Oh, yeah, you want to open borders? Oh, okay, good luck. No, we do not, any name that is Shaka Makalada, you're not welcome in Poland. I think you understand why. We protect our women, okay? <laughs> It's not that we are racist. It's that we don't want you to rape six-year-old girls. So you stay on that side of line. We have line here in Poland. We've been through this before. No more. <laughs> Telling Pol- you, the Poles, they have a backbone. Phenomenal I accent do. for yeah. Polish people. Oh, yes, yes. Stupid Polak joke. That's right. <laughs> uh, how many border crossings you have this week? Shut up. <laughs> it's just the Kazakh heckler. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Catholics in Poland defending the nuclear family. They're being harassed by LGBT. You know what? I'm just going to say uh, gay umbrella. I'm not going down that line of LGBTQAIP. I'm not going to be. It gets too long. Someone will put together a highlight reel in 10 years, like the equivalent of me saying the N-word because I didn't include the QAAIP. I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't apologize. Here's some Pollocks defending traditions from these angry gay activists. Oh, I thought those were okay. dogs. They're barking. Well, huh? Oh. In a manner of.
2: Oh, ah. wow. <laughs> Your moms must be so proud.
4: <laughs>
0: yes, this is great PR for you. We hold flag, and you look like freaks. thank you for making our point you look like street urchins from uh, a glow stick joel schumacher batman scene good for you
3: (laughs) you get free tote bag with barking Yes. i don't understand the
2: barking where did that come from
0: hey this woman barks like a bitch i can say it because she is barking like a bitch Uh, it's because they're stupid. Yes. Ah, yes. Okay, well, <laughs> pr- thank you for clarifying. My preferred po- pronouns for you are screw and you. How about that? How about go screw and yourself, she? It. <laughs> <laughs> what is <laughs> this? Uh- how uh, do they think that's being effective? Like, I know what we We'll, know, right. yeah, we'll yeah, bark yeah, like dogs.
2: That will get them. No, well, we're going to dress up like Halloween and then go bark at them like dogs
3: and make every point they're trying to make. You know, dogs. there's one guy that's like, finally, a barking bagpipe
0: band. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've been waiting for it forever. Oh, wait, this isn't that?
1: first well, Coldplay. I'll take numbers. what I can get. <laughs> yeah.
0: oh, gosh, imagine being that Scott going into battle who had to play the bagpipes. You know uh, they're taking you out first. <laughs> oh, yeah. By your own soldiers. <laughs> hey, you're breaking the rules. engagement yes but we have person with drum and trumpet and you have sound like dying cattle so we shoot first (laughs) you just sit there nervously going out there in the front lines like and you're sure they won't shoot me right (laughs) they seem getting madder (laughs) no no you're fine you're fine you're fine keep going (laughs) It seems weird that you actually put a target on my chest. It's part of the uniform. Just a wee
3: bit further. They're just barking out there. The LGBT.
0: (laughs) You just hear, (laughs) Q-P-E-T-A. For crying out loud. (laughs) (laughs) All right, as we continue with international politics, and we'll tie this into the fact that uh, the United States government wants you to just take their word for everything. Mm. They are the experts on medicine. They are the experts on what will be a false flag. They are the experts on what should and should not be allowed on Spotify. They are the experts on who and who should not be deplatformed. Uh, So before we get that, uh, Saturday Night Live, of course, did more uh, bidding from the government.
3: I'm laughing already. Comedy? (laughs) (laughs) Are
0: we sure? Uh, I really like it when Catherine McKinnon does that smile. (laughs) Every time. Every time. Oh. Oh, whoever does their casting. So, uh, SNL <laughs> recently did this sketch about the Russian disinformation uh, about the Ukraine. How long do? How much of this do we have to watch? I don't. I don't know. All right. Okay. By the way, as before, I talk about this. There's uh, a couple of angry people on CNN right now saying U.S. officials warn Russia could invade Ukraine any day. Here's the thing: the Ukraine officials say that's that's bullshit. So not so much. We'll get to that. But this is you see, right, you see synergistically them operating all of the media, the government and then, of course, SNL. And here's the question. How do all of them get it wrong? How do all of them get it wrong together? What are the chances of CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, Jen Psaki, former Vice President Joe Biden and SNL getting this wrong? Did they have a meeting and say, did they have a meeting behind our back and say, let's just screw everything up? So, here's the SNL sketch about Russian uh, disinformation with Ukraine. Mr.
2: President,
4: President, the situation in Ukraine is growing tenser by the hour. Putin has amassed over 100,000 troops at the border.
3: We're even getting some reports that Russia has already invaded, but those are from the same people who said Tom Brady retired. So <laughs> take it with a grain of salt.
4: You know, what about the NATO forces? Are they ready to back us up? He
0: well, sounds more like George President Bush Senate than Biden. Yeah. To Ukraine, except right.
4: Germany. They're staying out of it. Oh man. Germany doesn't want to go to war. You know it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, funny. if I may Could have been funny. Russia's military presence may be the least of our problems.
3: We've been tracking the spread of Russian disinformation in Ukraine, and there are some lies Ukrainians don't know what to believe anymore.
4: Russia tried that during our last election, too, but it didn't work. Well, 40% of Americans think you lost the election, so it kind of did. Is he
3: George C. Scott? Take a look at these posts that are circulating on Ukrainian
0: Facebook. Is she Kamala? Ukrainian border encroaching on Russian troops. She can't be. She's not Indian.
3: Russian forces surrounding Ukraine just to give it big hug.
0: Ukrainian president, horny for drama,
1: wants war, slap me harder, dandy. I'm
4: going to break my New Year's resolution and say. (laughs) (laughs) Monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> they're also
3: bringing our country into it.
0: Uh, why American is he doing CDC Bush Jr. I don't know why he's doing Bush Jr. And the thing Ukraine. is, it's not accurate. It's not the reason the George Bush impression was funny was because there was some truth. The truth would be, you know, if he had like a uh, if he had a stain halfway up his back right now, then he didn't know where he was. But they can't do that on SNL because you know they're buddies. They're drinking buddies. Yeah. In real life, he would have had eight strokes already.
4: Yes
1: the worst way, <laughs> I'm a junior at a vicious girls' high school, and y'all work for me now.
4: Let's just do something fun and simple that everyone can get behind, like a drone strike. KSL SNL?
1: Okay, okay, Mr. President, <laughs> I think your generation can learn a lot from mine. Like, we don't believe in drone strikes. We believe in breaking down our enemies psychologically. You've
3: been
0: doing it for years, SNL. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's okay. how they got Khalid Sheikh Mohammed to talk. They're saying, all right, we're going to put on seasons 19 through 24 of SNL. No, no, okay, I'll tell you, the bomb's in the children's school. Okay, I give. I don't understand what I just saw. <laughs> I don't understand it either. This is the problem with, look, co- and, and whether we understand it or not, you have to acknowledge that it's a joke, that it's comedy. Yeah. Okay, fine. No. However, there does, <laughs> there does need to be a kernel of truth to it to be funny. Right, for the same reason that people are yeah. outraged over some of the comments that Joe Rogan has made, there's a kernel of truth to the things that he says, and it offends people, it upsets people. This doesn't make s- you can't parody Joe Biden and not acknowledge what the vast majority of Americans know that he's not in his right mind. Absolutely.
2: Well, the biggest laugh that they got was at the very beginning when the general said, "Mr. President," and everybody's like, ha, "That's yes. part
0: of the joke, right?" <laughs> they huh? must be some of that oh, forty wait. percent who are yeah. victims of <laughs> exactly Russian disinformation campaign. Uh, whoops. <laughs> Yes. No, that's why Americans think that the uh, the most free, fair, secure election of all time uh, might have had some foul play because they spent 13 grand on Facebook ads, the <laughs> Ruskies. That's what it is. <laughs> It's like Red Dawn with laptops. That's what happened.
3: Yeah, okay. Slap Me Harder Daddy wouldn't have been a reverent in 1975 when the show came out. Right, I know. I mean, that's yeah.
0: bad. It's Pushing just... the limits there, are you? Yeah, They're be like, really? Yeah, special guest, Carol Burnett. And then I have yeah. someone or someone else come out from laughing, suck it to me!
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this is all despite the fact, you know, talking about Russian disinformation, that Ukrainian president, or as, uh, you know, he's labeled uh, an... Uh, unauthoritative source by Twitter, YouTube, and uh, uh, President Zelensky accused the West of causing, quote, panic over Russian invasion, said the threat was real but not imminent, as the U.S. has explained in uh, a comment that he made a source close to... Zelensky also quipped, uh, "Quite frankly, these Americans are safer in Kiev than they are in Los Angeles or any other crime-ridden city in the United States." <laughs> oh wow! No, that he's not nice. wrong. That, that seems nice. to be
2: pushing back kind of hard. Yes. Have you been to L.A.? <laughs> what yeah. did we do to deserve that?
0: <laughs> yes. No. This is Kiev. Oh no, it's you know it's no skid row. But uh, I hear that Jimmy Fox plays mean violin. So trade off. Yes, it's very good. <laughs> For crying out loud! And uh, so last week, too, talking about Russian disinformation. This yeah. is what what you know SNL has gone along with, and of course, this is what all of big tech has gone along with. And we're going to talk about GoFundMe. What's happening with Canada? This is when people say it's not censorship unless the government is silencing you. That's not true anymore. When the government is saying we want big tech to eliminate these voices or we want big tech to mislabel these voices or or label them as disinformation, when they are calling out and having meetings with these people, they are acting as an arm. They are acting as thugs for the government. This is unprecedented. This is no longer a libertarian argument if private business can do whatever they want because they are beholden not only to people in our government but foreign governments. Like you see what happened with GoFundMe yeah. shutting down a protest where zero acts of violence have ever been committed by the way. Right. Not not $3 billion in damages like Black Lives Matter. None of that. Not, not like dozens and actually hundreds of felonies and thousands of casualties that had taken place or sorry, hundreds of casualties and many thousands of felonies. Ooh, I mix that up. Yeah, Don't want to be yeah, mislabeled yeah. disinformation yeah. because I'm going off the cuff here um this is an entirely peaceful protest and gofundme decided they were going to take steal their money we'll get to it so anyway last week state department going back to russia um the spokesperson uh, ned price and i say spokesperson because i don't know um, ned's preferred pronouns <laughs> i think it would be puss and e big capital e it's a shim yes sir. yes uh he gave this Answer when uh, AP reporter Matt Lee asked him about uh, a Russian false flag campaign and he said, yeah, we really have. This is a really imminent threat. And uh, they said, okay and and what proof do you have? He said, well, I just I just said it. And that's the kind of accountability they expect from the press. Watch. What evidence do you have to support the idea that there is some propaganda film in the in in the making?
4: Matt, this is derived
2: uh, from information known to the U.S. government, intelligence information okay. Okay. that we have declassified.
0: I think you well, know. Okay, well, where, where is it? Where is, where, it where, yeah. where is this information? It's declassified. It is intelligence
2: information that we have declassified. Well,
0: where is it? Where is the declassified information?
2: I just delivered it.
0: No, you made a series of allegations and statements. Would you, would you
2: like us to print out the topper? Because you will see a transcript of Be the starting that you can print out for but yourself. That's
0: not evidence, Ned. That's you saying it. That's not evidence. I'm sorry.
4: What would you like, Matt?
0: (laughs) You just see that moment on his face where he just wants out. He's like, oh, I'm not going to get through this. And that's for those who remember the boom goes a dynamite clip kid, where you can see the moment that the kid mentally checks out. Please get me off. It's Somebody. like punchline, Tom Hanks. Someone help me!
2: Exactly. His entire thing. He goes on and on and on on this, telling that guy because I said it, that is the proof that you need that it's real. Right. He's Like, well, hold on. You just said you declassified something.
0: Show me the receipts. Right. And he would never do it. No. This just is kept pointing back. So who's spreading disinformation? And at the very least, let's say we don't know that it's disinformation. Okay, that's fine. Where the re- this is the White House. This is your government. And they are deliberately obfuscating providing information. By the way, all references from today's show and every show available at LiveOrthCriter.com. The link is in the description. Not saying we get everything right, but we try to make sure that you are able to do your own research and that you can call us on it. He's, his take my word for it. Yeah. No, even LeVar Burton had a couple six year olds to substantiate it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just
2: surprised that we actually had a reporter pushing back saying, no, 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 sorry, we can't just take your word for it. You can't just say it. Where's the evidence? Just show us the evidence if it's obvious. Because you guys said everything about Russia when Donald Trump was president. We just took it as being gospel. And then we know that it was false. And then all of these uh, intelligence agencies say this as well. And so we took it as gospel. And you can go back if you want. If you want to use George W. Bush, weapons of mass destruction is what everybody wanted to plaster. I know that there were
0: other things going on, but we took it as gospel. Right. We have a reason to question government. It's a good thing. Well, no, the government is the exp- are the experts. And this is the problem. When people say, I trust the science, what do you mean? Coming from the CDC? Oh, you only trust government scientists? Now, I'm not saying that every single government scientist is corrupt. But what I'm saying is when you declare the only experts, and this is what is happening when things are being mislabeled, and the the White House is calling for Joe Rogan to have his podcast be mislabeled when he has doctors on. What they're saying is anything that goes against the government-established science, which by the way, goes against itself from six months ago, uh, needs to be mislabeled. What, the, the barometer here that's being used for YouTube, Facebook, including Instagram, Twitter, big tech, is the government. That's the fact check yeah, mechanism, exactly. and these are the people in charge of it. By the way, best thing you can do, is we talk about comments, smash the like button if yeah. you're on YouTube right now. If you wanna make sure that this gets through that algorithm and people find it, which they still probably won't, I still just ask that you smash that like button. Smash it hard like Brian Seltzer in the green room with the no, makeup artist. No, no, I didn't specify the gender. No, he didn't. Joe Rogan. Beautiful wife. This is a conversation here that Beautiful we need to- Beautiful wife, he doesn't like <laughs> looking at. Yes.
3: He can't stand I've heard. to go home too.
0: Can't every every day it's a slow drive. <laughs> he has mirrors on the ceiling just so that he can look at himself because he's you know that's all he sees. Parks yeah. down the street for three hours, <laughs> <laughs> eating Wendy's.
2: Honey, it was a long night. So sorry, got oh, go to go. Oh yeah,
0: I had to stay later at the office. There's just nothing more than I love than coming home to you. Hopefully, being on a business trip. <laughs> oh, man. oh, you're here. Oh, geez. I had to sleep on the couch again on uh, the pillows that I put in the shape of a guy. She's cooking, naked <laughs> with an apron. She's like, I know what I'm gonna do for. I'm gonna do for Brian when he comes home. I'm gonna cook in nothing but an apron. Which, by the way, ladies, always a crowd pleaser for your husband. Just so you know, not Brian. Still, She's like, that's not. So you could have like a grief no. burn. You should. this You should uh, put. Could you put on like a like neck? a polar fleece? Yeah, that is not sanitary. You could get germs in my big delicious food. (laughs) He's buying her Valentine's uh, lingerie. He's like, look, it's a parka from REI. (laughs) Would you like your favorite meal dessert? It's a full burka. (laughs) I will have the baked Alaska with a side of a baked Alaska. (laughs) The second one I'll put in my purse to go. (laughs) So, all right, let's talk about completely straight. Guys, I'm super straight. Stop it, you guys. Very straight. I'm reliably straight.
3: It's a heterosexual man bag. Yes, (laughs) yes, of course. Sometimes you need a place to put your keys and stuff. uh, You know, in your Rolodex of strange male prostitutes. (laughs) Exactly. In your black book of men you don't have sex with that you have sex
0: with. (laughs) <laughs> this is a list of guys that I would never have sex with. Uh, ever. You're because I love my wife more than any I love my wife more than any These
3: are not keys to a series of condos. No. Why do
0: you have why do you have this list of cardinals? I do stop it! So, um I'm a confessing stelter. Now Let's talk about Joe Rogan. This is something that obviously happened this weekend, but I think some people have missed the mark. Um, I'm not going to lie, I I was upset. Yes. I was angry with, no, with Joe as well. and I'll explain to you why. I'm more angry, of course, with the people who've tried to, yeah. I hate to use the term cancel culture, but the people who've tried to destroy his life and his livelihood. Now, Joe Rogan yeah. is bigger than them, so good for him. It shouldn't affect him. I hope he understands the power that he has. Unfortunately, he's caved a little bit, and I just, it, that makes it harder for everybody else, and I have a lot of respect for Joe. I think he's a good guy. I've spent some time with him. I just So it's yeah. always hard for me, just full disclosure, to be objective when I know somebody. Um, so Joe Rogan has, uh, you know, gotten in trouble. Last week, it was about COVID misinformation. And do you know how you know that it wasn't about COVID misinformation? Because when that didn't work, now they decided they're going to, oh, you know what? Actually, look, he's also racist. Someone put together a montage out of context of Joe Rogan having said the N-word in case you guys have missed it. Uh, and you must be living under a rock at this point or, <laughs> you know, or just hiding out from your home like Stelter. what's going on? He just, if he merges, there's going to be six more weeks of... Winter of street fairs. Um, (laughs) Six more weeks of gay gay pride festivals. Hot dog eating contests. Oh my gosh, he just has that tape of Kobayashi on a loop like a morphine drip. He loves it. I'm just training. (laughs) So uh, here is Joe Rogan, the hit piece that they put together, which really, if you look at every clip individually, is not a hit piece of him saying the N-word over the last 12 plus years. Nigger. Uh, like, you've
4: already said nigger. Uh, D is just like nigger. Cool. saying Nigger. She's calling you a nigger. It's like this boy that he's a nigger, and starts calling them niggers. Word er, nigger. There should be a word like nigger, especially the word nigger. That's our nigger. About niggers. He says nigger. A guy a nigger. And then our niggers start saying he's nigger. Scorner, course, word Chris nigger. Rocker. The word, I know nigger. exactly See what you Nigger. Word yeah. nigger. Yeah. Say nigger, and you couldn't say nigger. This and tape and was nigger. already out, I think.
0: Uh, no, no, they they added to it, but you can watch all those right away when I watch. I go, oh, that's him quoting a Chris Rock routine. Oh, that's him yeah. telling a story about a racist who called someone an N word. Oh, I know that where he's talking about, hey, how this word is different in the English language. Here's the thing. Oh, I thought he was ordering coffee. Yes. <laughs> oh, you mean this was out of context? That's crazy.
3: Yeah. Oh no. Con- I thought he was saying good night to his kids. Right. Oh, yeah. so <laughs> strange. It's
0: it's all it's almost like uh, they did it on purpose to make him look bad. It's almost uh. like that. Yeah, and they want you to think. Here's what it is though too. It's not that. Uh, they think he's a racist. here. Look. They don't think that Joe Rogan is a racist because you know who wouldn't be upset by this an actual racist You're not going to use this against a Robert Byrd type because yeah. they just go like yeah I said it because they're still saying it. They don't care They use this against people who they know are not racist so that they have to defend themselves as not racist They wouldn't use it against an actual racist. This is not a mode of attack. That would be used yeah. Against someone like a, a whoever a David Duke a Robert Byrd someone who was actually in the clan They wouldn't use it when you see this line of attack you know that it is exclusively used against someone who they know is not racist because that person will be forced into defending themselves as not being a racist. Now, Joe Rogan issued an apology with which I strongly disagree. Yeah. And I'll explain to you why. I think it was very thoughtful, though, and I think the way that he delivered the apology was as well delivered as an as an ill-advised apology like this could be delivered— but for people who missed it, he posted this on his Instagram, and we'll have, of course, links to all the full clips, uh, lottowithcreditor.com, with the sources, the references. Here's Joe Rogan's apology.
4: Hello, friends. Um, I'm making this video to talk about Is the that a most neck, or no neck. regretful <laughs> and shameful thing the that dark. I've ever had to talk about publicly. There's a video that's out that's a compilation of me saying the N-word. It's a video that's made of clips taken out of context of me of – 12 years of conversations on my podcast and it's all smushed together and it looks horrible even to me. Now, I know that to most people, there's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word. Most people don't think that publicly on a podcast. And I agree with that now. (laughs) I haven't said it in years, but for a long time, when I would bring that word up, like if it would come up in conversation and stay instead of saying the N word, I would just say the word. I thought oh, as long as it was in context, people would understand what I was doing. Like that context was part of the clip. We were talking about Red Fox, how Red Fox said that word on television in the 1970s and how times have changed so much since then. Or about how Richard Pryor used it as one of the titles of one of his albums. Actually, two albums. I do hope that this can be a teachable moment. Part one and two. For anybody that doesn't realize how offensive that word can be coming out of a white person's mouth in context or out of context. My sincere and humble apologies. I wish there was more that I could say, but all of this is just me talking from the bottom of my heart. It makes me sick watching that video.
0: And there was also something about a Planet of the Apes joke that he made where yeah. he, you know... Which- yeah,
3: which, I mean, in fairness, he was on Ambien and they're going to overdose him. And then <laughs> next uh, season, his show is just going to be called The Rogans with John Goodman.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise cameo from Whoopi.
1: It's yeah. not about race.
0: Mm-mm. Well, and I, I think genuinely... I
3: understand what he's saying. I genuinely do. But yeah. I just feel that this shows that it's being... You know, this is being forced... I feel I, I don't know. I just feel like it's being forced to make you feel this way. Right. Yeah. They, they want you to believe that this is how you feel. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I don't agree with it. Say what you and then I have something I want to. No, that's it.
2: Show, I, I want to say. Yeah. I don't understand why saying it coming out of a white person's mouth.
0: Well, it I, doesn't matter whose mouth it comes out of. I just let me say it this I way. I think you do. I disagree little. with I, I would say the inverse is true. That the only time it should be considered completely impermissible is if you are using in it traffic. in a racist context, yeah. accusing some, calling someone the N-word. If exactly. you're quoting somebody, if you're quoting a Richard Pryor album, I don't think, so. he actually, the name of the album, he said that he named these albums to screw with white people. He wanted to make them uncomfortable. Who am I to rename his art? Who am I to sing along with Tupac or sing along in my car with Kanye exactly, and yeah. say and uh, N-word? This is some, It's almost offensive to the artist because this is something that's meant to be consumed by many people. There's a huge difference between the context of quoting somebody or the context of actually being supportive of a black person's art and the context of using it to deliberately insult somebody and by the way my entire life i have never once heard a white person say it in its racist context outside of one time at right. bob evans in virginia and i told you i was incredibly surprised because it was that <laughs> abnormal let me just say this about joe rogan here his Planet of the Apes joke that he made. Okay, now I've been on Joe Rogan's show a bunch of times, and I've been talking about this for a long time. Keep in mind, I've had, you know, I've been dropped by managers back in two thousand nine. Agents, I had problems with meetings at people at Viacom, and i remember saying, look, this is what's happening. They're going to come for you. And so many people who were on this show, and even I think the first time I appeared on Joe Rogan, saying, no, not you know, not with comedy. Comedy is the last bastion. You know, it's it's different. So. They didn't believe it. Joe Rogan was imprudent back then to make his Planet of the Apes comment, joke, not because the joke is impermissible, not because the joke is that offensive, not because anything he said was offensive, but he was imprudent because he thought they wouldn't come for him. He said that. Yeah. He said that before. They always will come for you. And now I believe he is wrong to apologize because that's done to the guys that they have any intention of forgiving him. Of course they don't. It was COVID. Now it's this. You apologize for this. Ju- they're just going to move on to something else. And this makes it more difficult for other people because it sets a precedent where people think they have to apologize for things that do not require an apology. I think he was wrong back then to think that they wouldn't come for him, and I think that he's incorrect right now to apologize. Look, even if you think you're wrong, and I want to be clear about this, this is a difference. This is a difference between. Uh, there's a difference between a consensual relationship and an abusive relationship, a loving relationship and an abusive relationship. In a loving relationship where both parties are actually trying to make a relationship work because they care about each other, when you think you're wrong, you apologize. It's a very good rule to follow. If you're married, if you're in a long-term relationship, be quick to apologize, be quick to forgive. You do that, the relationship works, no matter what happens. Quick to apologize, quick to forgive. Quick to say you're sorry, recognize you're false, quick to give grace. An abusive relationship is where someone is trying to gaslight you, someone is trying to manipulate you into apologizing, and then they will use that to hammer in your faults because they have no interest in accepting your apology in the first place. That's what's happening now. This is not a loving relationship. This is not the left wanting Joe Rogan to recognize some faults and improve upon it so they can have a working relationship going forward. This is a relationship where they want to destroy him, where they want to take everything that he has. So here's the deal. Even if you think you're wrong, People out there, even if you think you're wrong, even if you do regret it, if you were in a loving relationship, sure, you apologize. You don't apologize in front of the enemy, even when you think you're wrong. Down the line, but if Winston Churchill thought that he made some strategic errors in World War II, you don't say, man, I made a mistake while Hitler's still on the march. Afterward, you say, maybe this would have been a better idea. So I actually don't even agree. If you think you're wrong, a lot of people say, if I think I'm wrong, I need to apologize. Not right now. You don't do it right now because they're not going to forgive you. They're just going to use it to attack you. You do not bend the knee to the mob ever, even if you think you are wrong. You do it later on. That's just the ABC. Those are the ABCs of me, that's what I think. You guys can comment below and let me know what you think. If you're in a relationship with someone you care about, you apologize. If it's someone who's seeking to hurt you, you don't apologize, you don't show weakness at that point in time. And here's the thing, it's not just some people on Twitter. This is the, and we've been through this. We're going to go back to the Vox Apocalypse and talk about it because I've lived this exactly, exactly when people tried to get us removed from YouTube here. And then I was mentioned by sitting senators and CNN, the exact same thing, a hit list, a reel, and we survived it. So let's look at this sort of gaggle of bullies, Jim Acosta and Brian Stelter. Geez. Uh, hear Journalist. them talking about how Joe Rogan should be kicked off Spotify.
1: What is Joe Rogan now saying? He is now apologizing and we're going to find out if that's enough for Spotify, the company that has an exclusive distribution deal with him. Jim, this is all coming to light because of the recent controversy about anti-vaccine rhetoric on Rogan's podcast. How are the Some two related? Uh, They're not. decided to quit the service. One of them, India the Ari, pointed out this video, this compilation Weinstein's video, and, and pointed out that the <laughs> language Rogan has used around race in the past Shut is up. just as, or maybe even more problematic oh, than his rhetoric about vaccines. Typically in the past, when a video like the one at the beginning of this uh, segment uh, that we aired, of Joe Rogan saying the N-word repeatedly over and over and over again over the course of many of his episodes, I mean, that would be enough for somebody to lose their job. There are many examples, including in Hollywood and entertainment, where people have uh, have lost their roles for less than this, and that may be why Spotify is being so quiet. At the same time, I want to recognize there are reasons why Rogan has lots of fans, millions of fans. People want to hear his candid conversations, but there's a difference between that, between candid, in-depth conversations and the kind of vial that's in this compilation.
0: Yeah, okay, couple of things. First off, there are a few flaws there. Do you notice he said people were unsubscribing. Really? Do you have those numbers? They're not available. Where's the misinformation label? People are subscribing because of what Joe Rogan said. Are you sure about that? And by the way, does it counterbalance all of the new paying subscribers because Joe Rogan was signed to Spotify? That's misinformation right there. And he's saying other people have been canceled for saying far less. Well, here's the thing, Joe Rogan's not an employee, dummy. Joe Rogan's not an employee of Spotify. They have some kind of whatever it is, a distribution deal, a licensing deal. He's not like you. He's not a patsy for the higher-ups hoping for Jeff Zucker's job. People need to understand this difference. And certainly of all, most of all, my God, Joe Rogan. I hope that Joe Rogan understands he, he can't be fired by these people. Look, this is the same thing. I'll get into what happened with us. No one employee, I don't have an employer. I am the employer. Some people sign the backs of checks, some people sign the fronts of checks. And the only reason I'm able to do it is because of you, the viewer. Not like PBS where we say viewers like you, but then we get tens of millions of dollars in federal funding. Just you. We're not funded by a foreign caliphate. We're not funded by someone at CNN who tells us what to say. It's Mug Club. You guys can join up ladderwithcraditor.com slash Mug Club. We appreciate the support. You'll always have free content here on YouTube as long as it's allowed. loud rumble, but we do an extra hour of show that we know we can never do on youtube every single day this is the only way that we make revenue and some sponsorships with sponsors who have the balls to to not run off right but yeah but yeah i'm with you no i I just
3: think you're absolutely right about all of it i think that when it comes down to apologizing to a mob it it doesn't matter if he's apologizing to black people specifically who were offended for using the n-word that's one thing but i don't believe that he ever used it maliciously So the reason why he thought he was untouchable, which I don't believe that he thought he was untouchable, to be honest, I think it was because at one point comedy was supposed to be all in context. Right. Comedy cannot exist unless it's within context. Right. And if anything is looked at as a joke, it is a joke. And it's that simple. That's why you would you would love it if everything that we did was looked
0: at like it was supposed to be. Well, And I don't think he. Uh, to, to clarify, if people think that that's what I was saying, I was never suggesting that he thought he was untouchable, but exactly what you said. Here's the deal. I lived in a very different world. Right. Where back when I was 19, I was banned from a college because this is a, when I was 19 years old. Yeah. So it would have been 2007? I was banned from a lady's foot locker, but that's go on. Well, see, that's okay because now I'm allowed in every lady's foot locker because I just set the Penn State records. <laughs> but he, um, he thought. And I was always telling people, it does, look, you just, you're saying that that comedy is, is untouchable in context because you haven't gone through what I've gone through. You don't know. Right now what I am saying is permissible, but it's going to get worse. I've had this conversation with many comedians, and comedians would be on this show and say, no, I don't think that's what's going to happen. Comedy, I'm saying, I've lived it. I've had agents drop me. I've had managers drop me. I've been banned from school. I've been banned from comedy clubs. I've had bookers complain at this point, and it's a clean act but I would say things that would be considered politically incorrect, and I experienced it. And I was trying to sound the alarm, saying before the term existed, the social justice warriors are coming, and they're going, no, it's not gonna happen in comedy. Yes, it will, and if it hasn't happened for you yet, it's either because that Overton window hasn't been moved far enough yet, or you are not big enough yet. That's the only reason they are coming for all of you, And it's not because they actually think that you're racist. What they want to do with Joe Rogan is this. What they want to do is Joe Rogan has to go interview Francis Ngannou or Curtis Blades or someone like that after a UFC fight. And he's afraid, does this guy think I'm a racist because he saw something out of context? What they want to do is, again, it's like an abusive relationship, alienate you and isolate you from all of the people who were your friends who now may have this misconception of you. That's a big component of this too. They wanted to do it with me and make it seem like I was homophobic. This is what they wanted to do. And, you know, that being said, I mean, you know, it's like a spider. Like, I don't want to have to touch. (laughs) You're not afraid of gay people at all. Who's That's the stupidest term. Does anyone know anybody who is afraid of homosexuals? It's the stupidest term. Again, it's a made-up term just to to silence you fearfully into submission. Now, let's remember this. In context, I don't know if you know who else has said this, and I don't think. I think he's a racist for different reasons. But... (laughs) Former Vice President Joe Biden, hard R. We already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more nigger big shots. Oh, what? Weird. Yeah. And he's we- st- and by the way, he's still saying it.
2: Is he on Spotify still? He's still I'm saying it. Niggered
1: here, Nick. hear, nigger to hear neck. Well, well,
0: not yeah. to ma- not to mention, he uses the F word. But you know, he what he says about the Nazis. Nazi fags. Now look.
3: In fairness, though, his brain is firing. At yes. <laughs> Yeah, just every human being on this planet everybody has said vile things everybody has said awful things we are all human beings right everybody makes mistakes everybody does things right and wrong and when i even see that video i go yeah a lot of that's just people talking right yeah sorry that's just the reality if you're sitting there throwing stones at somebody there's
0: no part of this that is genuine no the only part of this is to take control. Well, here's a good example of that is, you know, we were talking about context. And, of course, the left says there is no context in which it's permissible. Absolutely. So now people have been circulating the former Vice President Joe Biden video. Yeah. But if you look, it's been defended by people on the left. Oh, they say, right here's a, a t- headline from Mediaite. Joe Rogan defenders have been circulating videos of Joe Biden saying the N-word. Here's the full story. And it goes on to explain <laughs> the context of it and why it's permissible. So, oh, so context applies to the sitting former vice president, but context doesn't apply to a comedian on a podcast who, by the way, was saying it in a far less pernicious way. This is the point: it's not about whether it's wrong. It's not even about the context. You don't apologize. They're not demanding an apology of former vice president Joe Biden, right? Because well, context. But you're demanding one of Joe Rogan. Not only that, you're demanding that he lose his livelihood because you don't care about the context. Don't apologize to those people. Yeah. We're animals. Well, and when we
2: had the Kyle Rittenhouse that the trial, total opposites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we, we had the trial on for Kyle Rittenhouse, the uh, the guy that ran around saying, shoot me inward, shoot me inward, right? We we actually said, we
3: want you to see this. You mean the we, BLM advocate? Yeah, 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 Can we pause one yeah, second? I want
0: to hold your thoughts. This right now, Pete Buttigieg is on CNN. Look at this. It says, Delta CEO asks... Justice Department to put unruly passengers on no-fly list. Do you see the problem now? That's not a free market. How many bailouts has Delta received, by the way? Mm. You want to look at the companies that received the most amount of bailouts? You have banks, you have car companies, you have airline companies. This, these are the industries, of course, that Americans know and love. Now, they're saying they're, they're asking the Justice Department to put unruly passengers on no-fly list. Well, what if you have a medical condition and you don't put a mask on? Yeah, We've had videos circulate where those people have been asked to exit a plane. I'm not talking about people punching each other. That's different. Right? Obviously, Spirit Airlines is not making this request because that's their clientele. <laughs> or the well, Golden Corral. Like, neither one. Send your unruly mother. Send them on over to Spirit.
3: If you want the big front seats, you better put up your dukes. <laughs> right.
0: Well they just merged with Frontier. So ah, right. is the together. wild west yeah. up out in this bitch. Mm-hmm. Delta got five point four billion, by the way. Five point four billion. And wow. now they're saying, hey, look, you build us up. Justice Department, can you get rid of these unruly passengers? We know what Delta we know that Delta is a woke company. You've seen what they've been doing oh, in the yeah. past. And now how do they define unruly? It's already illegal to start a fight. It's already illegal to make a bomb threat. It's already illegal to actually cause a disruption on a commercial airplane. You know yeah. that, right? That's the law. It's just like hate speech. It's already illegal to violently threaten someone. It's already illegal to call people to violence. But then we establish, no, no, we mean speech that people don't like. So I want to see what they're asking here and what Pete Buttigieg is. Uh, oh, look, he must be using his Rogan.
4: to be looked at at a moment like this. Uh, and at the same time, we also have to recognize that there, there's clearly something... Uh, deeper that's going on uh, in our society that makes anybody think that it's acceptable or tolerable to behave this way. You simply should not behave this way on an airplane. You shouldn't behave this way on the ground either. Uh, But in uh, in air travel, it's a unique (laughs) risk. And it's especially important that we're backing up flight attendants and flight crews that are essential workers. They have been the real getting heroes, yeah. our, our yeah. travel and transportation sector through this pandemic. They deserve respect. Have you ever they been, deserve, been in an airport? Support. And of course, <laughs> they deserve better You mean the rudest people sea. on the planet? Right. Two and a, and a half years, years of uh, this Another crap dangerous and masks? Under your watch is the country's roads and bridges. And <laughs> Delayed flights? Go really this really is,
0: is We've no never spoilers. seen this in our lifetime. We've never seen this in our lifetime, the amount of control from only a handful of big companies and they are so blatantly comfortable with letting you know that they are working hand in hand with the government to eliminate from society people who have a specific point of view. You know, the half who elects presidents. You were saying something about Joe Rogan. I was Rogan.
2: saying, yeah, so when Rosenbaum was running around earlier in the day and they had video of him shouting, shoot me inward, right? We had that and we played that and they were bleeping it. And we we're like, no, 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 no. We need you to see what he actually said because his the context of what was going on really matters. Yeah. You don't need to have this bleep to cover it. Joe Rogan, in most of those, was quoting other people yeah. and what they were saying. I understand that you don't like a word. I get it, that it's Voldemort. Nobody can say it other than black people or when you're singing a song or in in the private of your own home, apparently, because they said you can't say it and, and have another black person see it, right? You can't say it in public or, my God, on a podcast. It is totally unbelievable that there is a word that is okay for some people to say and other people to say in quoting them and go, wait a minute, you're white. You can't say that. Right. How is that not racism? I don't mean anything by the word, by the way.
0: I'm only saying what Tupac said. They want you to believe... That the person who quotes in in praise of a black artist, someone who yeah. quotes that is just as racist as yeah. the person who's uh, beating the slave in roots. Exactly. You're they thinking, want you to believe it's the same. It doesn't yeah, make any sense. You're
3: talking about Red Fox and Richard Pryor who, who yeah. broke the mold in the 70s as black comedians following, you know, like Cosby and and Dick Gregory who was, I mean, I would probably say the pioneer of that kind At of least
0: stuff. Cosby never used the N word.
3: No, it's very, very, very <laughs> true. <laughs> you his know what's still on crazy? spotify by the way He's he was still an there. obgyn that worked out of his basement on the Cosby. who show. knew yeah. wow that is weird work from home no but when you look at that though you're like of all the professions to pick why he, did his recliner have stirrups all he uh. did was leave just little seed little like, little seedlings just yeah, little, yeah clothes, little, breadcrum- little, breadcrumbs. little breadcrumbs all the way to <laughs> little roofies
0: yeah they were just a little trail of rubies all the way up yeah. down to my basement and my den, you'd pick 'em up as candy, and they got a gingerbread house. I'm just a monster. Don't don't pull your pants down, and do use the n-word. But I'm gonna rape you. Uh, you know,
2: it's it's not just uh, Bill Cosby who's still on Spotify. R. Kelly. Still on Spotify. Marilyn Manson is well, still on
0: Spotify. <laughs> exactly.
3: Well, like, What the hell's the, the matter with you? The people who are pulling off of Spotify are just anybody who wants attention. It's yeah. like, oh, oh, Chumbawamba wants to take a stand? Yeah. Oh,
0: Talking <laughs> so to Darren, he's like, yeah, Hermits, Hermits, Hermits is finally coming out. Right. Like, look, uh, yeah, we just always- Lara yeah. Trump pulled, she's like, I'm pulling my podcast from Spotify. And yeah. they're just, they're stuck, went up 9,000%. <laughs>
4: Maroon 5 said, hey,
0: get him off or we're going to add our music to yeah. Spotify. So. Yeah,
3: there's no way.
4: And he so. It'll be banned
3: oh no <laughs> oh god was it hathaway hardaway <laughs> oh. yeah no penny hardaway has uh, yeah. a podcast and he's, <laughs> he's also removing that Pennywise.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh marcy playground's gone i'm sorry joe we just gotta cut ties yeah. <laughs> we're done it's just it, what will we any, do without macy gray behind yeah. <laughs> We try to walk away, yeah. but we can't. He try to say the word and he stumbled. <laughs> now it's clear. Spotify, we're still here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of hearing everyone say.
0: It's Ugh. so stupid. It's just, it's a comic. I, here's the thing. I knew this was going to happen. Uh, I, yeah, I it, was it, sounding the alarm, yeah. and let me tell you how I know it. And let me t- I only know one way to handle things, just so people understand. Maybe there's a more tactful way to do it. It's just not the way I do things. It's a Mack truck. You pull out the, the emergency brake. That's about the only way I know how to be successful at anything in life. I'd like to learn a greater skill set where I can have some more finesse, but I'm not there yet. Vox of course, par- partnered with NBC Universal, one of the biggest companies in the world, tried to do this with yours truly for people who have missed it. This is, sorry, the Vox Apocalypse happened. Yeah. Uh, it was a big deal. I'm sorry to all the creators who were harmed. They created a new set of rules, the Crowder rule, because it yeah. wasn't a violation of any guidelines. And then there's advertiser friendly guidelines. Now there's the borderline content in the industry. People refer to that as, behind closed doors, the Crowder rule, sorry. <laughs> it's all your fault. And this is exactly what they did to me back in 2019. I appreciate that they put the reel together because, you know, now I don't need to address it anymore. Before we get to the video, uh, with our favorite, favorite <laughs> lispy sprite <laughs> you, baby. from Vox. That's... It's ridiculous? It's bonkers? You're being given a free pass as a crappy writer because you're gay. That's Satter line on his little queer graph there. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what is well, now line? the graph is queer? It is violence. Silph. Okay, so the little queer could eat his chips all nonchalantly. It's code for rape, Mr. <laughs> queer Eating Chips on the Vox channel. Mm-hmm. Chip, tip, chip, 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 but you can eat just one. Like dicks. This is what Mr. Gay Vox wants to do. Mr. Lispy Queer from Vox. What, what were you holding, Gay Latino from Vox? Even his hand movement in fast motion is gay. Now we're here with a short-haired, angry lesbian on Skype. And cable news, cable news bitching. Two gay guys sitting there eating a the banana. We get the symbolism there. The Truth <laughs> is hiding in a closet two weeks later, probably along to his next... Pride Parade out. But this guy... On the gay, semi-Latino, Vox... <laughs> oh, okay, so you really are just an angry little queer. All right, now, can't deal with this sprite anymore. Okay, oh. he just sashays across without a... Like, just, stop oh, The gay Vox sprite is wrong! <laughs> now he could be a tranny, your honor! Never know how many lispy, angry sprites and Vox sashay across <laughs> your screen and try and tell you otherwise? <laughs> or you, by the way, the gay Mexican guy? The gay Latino v-neck. Gay Mexican. the Mexican gay guy used to work. Oh. Mexican gay Latino there at, uh, at Vox. So, uh, gay Latino from Vox. The token Vox gay atheist sprite was... Surprisingly, surprisingly flaccid chest considering how thin he is. It is it's very bizarre to me. Uh, ad hominem. Yes. You are gay. That feels less at gay people and more at one guy. Right. Do you remember? And by his- the way, we did plenty of critiques <laughs> of other people at blogs oh, yeah, yeah. too, <laughs> but it was also because, you know, his, the guy's handle was uh, Gay wonk. And yes, like, label was himself gay wonk. As, we used it those is, terms. And yeah. of course the grossly offensive 1940s term sprite. Yeah. Yes, or
2: <laughs> yeah, in the description, he
0: talks about being queer. He talks about being gay. That was a schtick. It was this whole thing, and we're just acknowledging And it wasn't, it, here's the thing, it wasn't about individuals. It was no. about a giant corporation, NBC, Universal, Vox didn't like the fact that we were cleaning their clock, just like Joe Rogan is cleaning the clock of CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, a lot of Netflix, right? So it's really about eliminating competition, and YouTube wants the advertiser dollars from these big companies. They spend the most amount of money advertising on YouTube. And by the way, YouTube co-produced a show with Vox, we later yeah. found out. I found that out when I was at the movie theater. I was at the movie theater, and they were announcing some new show on YouTube, and it was Vox something, and it was YouTube producing. What? Oh, of course. So here's the thing. After that, same thing as with Joe Rogan, the media, sitting senators, politicians were uh, forced to address, and some uh, some were calling for me to lose my ability, because they can't fire me, but lose my ability to broadcast freely to you.
2: We heard the allegations from Mr. Carlos Maza, um, who uploaded a video on Twitter with a compilation. Works
0: at Vox.com.
2: Who works at Vox.com, yes. Um, and with As they speak in front of a Vox-sponsored. R- uh, <laughs> um, different video pieces. Um, right in the from middle Steven of From channel. Um, putting them together, right? And... and um, asked us to take action. Like, again, I want to say there were many videos and I looked at the, you know, certainly at the compilation video. So when the team um, said, we believe this is non-violative, this doesn't violate our, our rules, you agreed with that?
1: Well, let me explain to you yes, why. Yes,
3: you interrupt um, me again. I will speak that. to the manager. you agree? <laughs>
1: um, I, I agree that that was the right decision. YouTube dragged its feet before taking any action against conservative commentator <laughs> Stephen Crowder. Despite
3: being informed of Crowder's two-year homophobic, harassment campaign against journalist
1: Carla. Harassment.
2: We also got Carlos Maza. He's the host of the series Strike Through on Vox.com. He says he's been harassed for years by this
1: controversial YouTuber named Steven Crowder. He recently tweeted a whole montage of offensive so-called jokes. YouTube was about to start Pride Month and rock the rainbow colors and claim to care about LGBT people. Mm. And they were helping this guy build an audience base of 4 million subscribers who's only real content was making fun of me for being queer. And Why are you gay? Yeah,
0: that was our only, con- only content. content.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and by the way, YouTube was helping us. They, they just could not stop helping
3: us build no. that platform. We, Why do they always have to the one person who I know sits right behind the camera that when they talk and go LGBTQ, they go?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what they just they You're st- the Hodge twins came in, Don uh, Don Lemon had it on a show, like, man, we were in an airport, man. And then we walk into the hotel, CNN's on the screen, and we just see Steven and his dad going queer, 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 queer. Yeah. And Don Lemon go, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> called my dad. It was
2: it was Carlos Maza that was disgusting, I think. Is, well, he got fired from Vox
0: and all this stuff. And look, it was never about that guy. I don't no. wish him any ill will. The issue was- Why uh, did he get fired from Vox? Yeah, I have no idea. Producing terrible- But the company. point is, Vox, it didn't work. YouTube, Google uh, took a nosedive actually when they did that. The Vox Apocalypse happened, yeah. And uh, I mean, you know, you guys want to go. Someone, people have already put together the hit reel. uh, You know, good luck. Here's what I think now. Um, We survived. We grew through it, and of course at that point we had a record number of you guys signing up, Mug Club subscribers, and that usually is what happens because you understand that not only, uh, it's the only way that we can continue to survive, and we have a lot of you now, surprising amount of you watching at Mug Club. Uh, I think probably now because you also, you know, you get like an hour of extra show. Yeah. But you know that it could go away at any moment. So we did apologize, but this is how I think Joe Rogan and everyone moving forward just, it worked for us, the blueprint, this is how we apologized. I would also like to apologize to Drake, the rapper, for referring to him as a, quote, butter bitch and claiming that his only redeeming quality as a performer was when he was shot into permanent paralysis on Degrassi. <laughs> I'd also like to apologize to Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg for implying that she's long been deceased. And even though I don't have verifiable proof to the contrary, I do realize my observations were conducted in poor taste and ill-timed. I'd also like to retract my comment about Representative Dan Crenshaw, implying that his mugshot would, quote, resemble that of an angry pirate shift manager in a Brooks Brothers catalog store, and that it would be, quote, the stuff of children's nightmares. To my dear friend and esteemed colleague, Ben Shapiro, I sincerely apologize for implying that you're a greedy shekel hoarder. I'd like to issue an apology to Tess Holliday for incorrectly implying that her blood type was biologically comparable to that of pudding. She's both brave and beautiful, and I should have done more to celebrate that. Also, an apology to the Jello Pudding Corporation for associating their product with Tess Holiday. That's the only way I know how to do it. <laughs> so sorry. No, Smash so that funny. like button right now if you're watching on YouTube. And I think what just happened is uh, back then I had a 10. It's not like I aged 20 years and five. No, it didn't happen not I, at all. By the way, I know that we're
2: not supposed to mention these guys, but there's another compilation floating Uh, around uh, out there of other people. I'm not saying their name. If you watch this show, we've, we've buried them in the past. Just look at that.
3: Yeah. Is it my OnlyFans?
2: YouTube, you've got yeah. YouTube, you've got another problem,
0: right? Yeah. If if Rogan's a problem for Spotify, then that's got to be a problem for YouTube, right? Which, by the way, you might want to change the URL from yeah. uh, OnlyFans.com slash Dave says the n word to just well oh. throw them off the scent. But I thought people find it spicy when I do. <laughs> well, they do find it spicy, but uh, I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> also, canceled South Park. It's just me pulling so. up and
3: yelling it at bus stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and getting your ass kicked. Just <laughs> me being beaten, <laughs> then pulling up on the tarmac to Spirit hey hey guys and then the next shot is just you in an ambulance Dave here again
3: I'm on the south side no matter what city it is I'm about to get the shit kicked out of me in front of Cricket Wireless
0: I'm at the corner of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King Boulevard Uh, this ought to be fun let's roll these dice (laughs) go to the Golden Corral to take the last steak yeah (laughs)
3: heading on in (laughs) what Spirit seat is mine we're gonna find out in a minute
0: I'm about to send back this Popeye's chicken sandwich see how it goes (laughs) i i''m i'm about to, I'm about to I'm just about to purchase the last one and let everyone know
3: God, it's all just jokes and what i think you know look if you, oh. i i like joe rogan uh, go ahead and just keep supporting who you support. The fact that this is like sounds like we're going into war yeah. is so weird. Like life is not that bad. It's just a podcast. Right. It's a- listen to who you want to listen to, enjoy it and I'm really glad that you support us, you support Steven who has the balls to keep doing his show even when I I'm just shocked that
0: I even watch these clips and these people are talking about you. Well, this is—it's so weird, man. This is what they want to do, and you know, just like Joe Rogan. Um, obviously, we're not as big as Joe Rogan, but certainly bigger than any any show on CNN and any wow. late night show. As far as you know, you uh, viewers in the demo, um, and they want to eliminate it. Yeah, and that's that's really what it comes down to. They want to eliminate competition, and they have the assistance and the f- the full support. Of the United States government, and that is what's scary. Yeah, the United States government is
2: becoming a mafia strongman. Basically, you just call these guys when you have a problem, and they come in and fix it with the power that they have. But Everything that Dave just said, watch whatever you want to watch, listen to whatever you want to listen to, that's what they want to take away.
0: That's what they want to take away. That's why if you type in Stephen Crowder, change my mind, abortion, maybe they fixed it, you'll find something from PBS. They make it so you can't even find what you want to find, and that's why we always tell you, Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern, you guys have to tune in, bookmark it. Best thing you can do is subscribe over at Rumble Mug Club, because even if you subscribe, even if you hit the notification bell, you may not find yeah. this show. That's the yeah. that's the issue. People are not allowed to choose what they... That was what we thought would be the beauty of the internet, right? Well, there's no more gatekeeper. Yeah. The gatekeepers are the same as always, and now they're more powerful than ever because they learned, oh, wait a second, it's no longer the FCC. We can just have the government declare something misinformation. It doesn't have to actually be set guidelines or regulations that we understand like you yeah. did on radio or television. And worse than the FCC is the mob now, who works hand-in-hand with big tech and often people in government, to try and eliminate your career, even though there's no actual violation. Well, yeah. And don't be like
3: The Rock. Yeah. Oh, oh, it was like, gosh. oh, I totally side with Rogue. And then all of a sudden it was like, no, no, I don't. That man stood by the movie Jungle Cruise. Yes. <laughs> I would rather be sodomized with a Coke bottle while being called a chalk demon for an hour and a half than watch that movie.
0: How did you know what Stelter did Tuesday? You have to pay for that,
3: typically. I see. It's called called Tipsy Tuesday. Yes.
0: (laughs) He pays me well. I'd like to share the world a Coke. A Coke and a smile for
3: me. Other
0: Perfect harmony. One in the front.
3: Oh, Lord. One in the rear. No. There's one thing for sure.
0: I'm not queer. (laughs) (laughs) Reliable sources, that's me. Now, <laughs> uh, yesterday, going on with this, now we have GoFundMe. So here's the thing, are you free on Spotify? Well, not really. Are you free on YouTube? Well, not really. Are you free on Facebook, Twitter? <laughs> now, uh, what about GoFundMe, which was supposed to be, again, all of you. GoFundMe. me. It's supposed to be fund me. YouTube, fund me. YouTube, it's supposed to be about you. Not CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, not Viacom, NBC, universe, none of that. GoFundMe was supposed to be anyone could go out there and start raising money. What happened? The screws got tightened. Let's tighten yeah. the vise a little bit here. There was the Freedom Convoy, of course, in Canada, the uh, biggest uh, uprising that I've ever seen as far as a peaceful protest in Canadian government. Finally. Um, and they raised uh, uh, $10 million, actually. Uh, but, uh, you know, before we go to that, let's show you how the arms of government are treating entire. The police acknowledged. Not one act of violence. Let's see how the Ottawa police government is treating these protesters.
1: That they came in and they were taking the fuel. They were having force there and not letting anybody in. They were taking fuel from protesters. Standing there yeah. with their uh, weapons. And, Looks cold um, there. Yeah, not letting anybody in.
0: They're taking the fuel out of the trucks. Not out, but they can't resupply them. Yeah, they're seizing them.
1: Okay. The,
0: the police also, by the way, lest you take that, think that's been taken out of context, the police announced anyone trying to supply protesters with any materials would be subject to arrest. Now, I could understand that, for example, like if it was Black Lives Matter and you know pallets of bricks. Mm. Sure, Um, yeah,
3: of course. That that would be
0: there, Or, you know, like pipe bombs, that kind of thing. Or, or, you know, anything that might be used to burn down a Walgreens. But when there's never been one single act of violence, it's just truckers honking their horn. They did vandalize the Terry Fox Memorial by uh, draping it with a flag. They'll never untie that. And then they took it off. Never. Um, So this is the kind of horror that has been seen at these protests in Canada. And again, really what it comes down to is you either believe in the idea of peaceful protests... Or not. And in Canada, you don't really have First Amendment protections, but contrast with Black Lives Matter, Seattle, CHAZ, CHOP, all of these movements, for crying out loud, the Women's March had more acts of violence and vandalism, and people don't say we need to stop supplying them, so GoFundMe was trying to steal, let me be clear, steal. There was $10 million raised for uh, these truckers at GoFundMe. And GoFundMe was trying to steal it. Now, there's a little bit of a happy ending here, but not entirely. GoFundMe took down the Freedom Convoy 2022 page on Friday, claiming the protest was now an occupation. That's important, the word occupation, because they don't care. GoFundMe originally stated that donors uh, had two weeks to ask for a refund before it was redistributed to, quote, credible and established charities. And we'll get to what those have been there from GoFundMe in the past. By the way, one's an actual occupation. (laughs) (laughs) So um, this redistribu- uh, redistribution plan got uh, a lot of people upset. Uh, of course, DeSantis, being the bulldog that he is, um, the Florida governor, said that they were going to be investigating for fraud. There are a lot of AGs said, all right, oh, yeah. this is something we're going to do. So then GoFundMe immediately reversed their course and said everyone would be automatically refunded. Now, what yeah. would have been best is if GoFundMe said, all right. Of course, we're going to allow the GoFundMe, the, what's supposed to be an independent yes. platform for you know raising money. We're going to allow it to go to the people who haven't committed an act of violence and they're peacefully protesting their government. Instead, by the way, you think the Canadian go- you think the Canadian government didn't know about this? You don't think there were some calls that were made? Oh, it's yeah. not a conspiracy when you have Jen Psaki saying we think Spotify should do more. You don't think that Trudeau made a call from his bunker to GoFundMe? I can't substantiate that. I just believe it to be so. So, um, <laughs> has he come out of hiding yet? No. Has anybody actually seen Trudeau? No, well, there's going to be six more weeks of blackface. Oh,
3: no. He's been hiding $10 million of shoe polish. Yes. Been hiding a banana. The Kiwi stock just went up, yeah. but their supply <laughs> yes. chain went down. That's so, uh, totally acceptable again, and that's in context.
1: Yes.
0: Let's let's look at some other conservative, right-leaning people causes that GoFundMe removed. Again, you don't live in a free society if the rules are not applied equally. Right. It's not that we have rules, it's not that we have laws. How would you feel if there were laws, and people actually complain about, you know, more uh, black Americans being caught for minor drug offenses. That's true, there's a little more to that story because usually these are sort of, uh, these are offenses that are congruent with either other offenses simultaneously, or there have been multiple offenses before, especially if you look at Clinton instating the three-strike law. But that being said, I understand why people are upset, and if you believe that black people are simply being arrested for smoking some marijuana, even though they smoke it at the same rate that white people do. The point is, that would be injustice. Why? Because we have a law, but it's not being applied equally. Now, imagine if it were more severe than that, and the law said white people can smoke marijuana and black people can't. Not that it was being enforced unequally, but that was the law. That's what we're seeing here with these big tech platforms who are arms of the government. You are not free just because you have laws. You are only a free country if the law is applied Equally, So let's look at GoFundMe. They discontinued Kyle Rittenhouse. They uh, discontinued uh, an anti-vaccine mandate lawsuit. They discontinued uh, Trump rally uh, fundraisers. Um, And the company uh, vowed in January 2021 that they would they would continue to remove fundraisers that, quote, spread misinformation about the election, promote conspiracy theories and contribute to or participate in attacks. On U.S. democracy. Now let's compare attacks on U.S. democracy. Huh. Well, that makes sense. Here are the other ones that they actively supported: Black Lives Matter riots, Jacob Blake, the man who, by the way, his uh, his I don't know wife, his partner was the one you know called because he had raped her, and she called the cops when he was there kidnapping his own children. He tried to attack the cops with a knife. Jacob Blake, that was allowed to stay on. There were bail, there was bail money for pedophiles. Not to mention Chaz Chop. So we're talking about an occupation. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That that sounds. That's an actual occupation. Yeah. Where they set up roadblocks and handed out guns and and declared it an autonomous zone. Mm. By the way, also lit stuff on fire. There were also multiple people murdered in Chaz's shop. This is not news to anyone. References available at lottocrowder.com. You can go back and watch our entire episode. These were allowed to stay, but truckers, most of whom are vaccinated, but are protesting a government mandate entirely peacefully, even, it's not even an accusation that they haven't been peaceful, getting removed. Is the law? Are the rules applied equally? That's what this is about.
2: Yeah, and the answer is absolutely not. And this, I think, this pissed me off more than anything over the weekend. Because if GoFundMe can take money from people, and like you said initially, saying we're going to redistribute it, fine. Look, if you're going to be if you're going to be a socialist and you're not going to allow us to do anything, if you're going to be a communist, whatever, the authoritarian, fine. We get it. We understand who you are. We've got other people we can go to to get funds to, to causes that we support. You don't just get to give that to other people. Because people gave you money. You immediately give it back. And that's where people were. They were like, look, we'll do chargebacks on it, which would have been fantastic. Do you know how many thousands and thousands of chargebacks would have happened to them? That would have destroyed part of their business. That would have been great for everybody. Can you explain to people people. who don't know what chargebacks Uh, mean? A chargeback on a a credit card saying It's like they've taken my funds (laughs) and they're not using it for what. Like If somebody comes and buys wine and I charge them for wine they didn't actually buy, you can charge back and it would actually hit me. I would have to pay that back to the credit card company. It's so like I, I would be left holding the bank. Hey,
0: Johnny boy. Sorry, my guy out there. Uh, make sure that we uh, call up uh, Gerald's wine clientele list. I have something I'd like to talk to him about. <laughs> exactly. But this only happened it's because like of you the sell pressure. Did a oregano. Yeah. Right. yeah. Wow. Well, you know, and he <laughs> you know, charges you back. You don't use your credit. <laughs> what are you writing a check? Jeez. <laughs> and you know I what, do. I want, I want to know. I want to <laughs> hear from Springer you. Jerry Springer did. I want to hear from you, the people who comment, because I know we, we have a lot of libertarian people. who Do you think this is still a question of the free market? I think it's silly at no. this point. No, not at all. Go, make, well, go th- make your own. Okay, well, you know what? I will. I'll go build my own platform. Uh, I'll start it with GoFundMe. Oh, GoFundMe removed you. Well, you know what? I'll create an app. Well, the Apple Store removed you. Uh, well, I guess I'll start a channel. Well, they removed you.
3: Oh, I uh, think I'll stay alive in my truck. Well, we can't no. give you gas, even though it's Or food, cold. or, or food. anything
2: else. And by the yeah. way, one thing we didn't mention, Shopify, one of the largest online e-commerce platforms in the universe. No. Stephen Crowder, you can't sell merchandise through. Oh yeah, that's true. I've been banned a, from Shopify. There's a bad shirt.
0: There's no, it wasn't a bad shirt. They said they didn't like what I said. Ah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. About, you can go to crowdershop.com. We have a different. Uh, so, if, by the way, people who are uh, uh, talking about how some shirts have been. Yeah, we've had to change vendors thrice, thrice because people said, "Oh, we don't, we, we don't want to be. Uh, we don't like what you say." Yeah. All right. That's fine. This is what happens. This is how it starts. And then they feel emboldened, of course, by the government. If you're Delta, you just saw it. Delta says, (laughs) well, we've got the full backing of the United States government. Great. You think... Do you think there's going to be an investigation into GoFundMe from the federal government? No, of course not. They're doing their bidding. Do you think that former Vice President Joe Biden, do you think Nancy Pelosi, do you think any of these people want to push for transparency laws with big tech? No, they want to push for more regulation so that they can have more control over these companies. When you talk about fascist authoritarian governments, people tried to say that Donald Trump was a fascist. Donald Trump never tried to shut anyone, didn't try to shut these places down. He was saying they need to lose their tax-exempt status because they need to be. they need to pick. Yeah. Are they a public platform? or Are they a publisher? They need to stop censoring. Right now, you have a government telling people to censor. The go- so, if you believe that only the government can censor, what happens when the government is telling other people to censor? And of course, they have the purse strings where they can say, "If you censor, we'll give you a little bit of a, we'll give you a little bit of a tax break here. If you censor, we'll make sure we have a meeting. We'll have a summit, and you'll be included. If you don't, well, or you know what? We don't know what's going to happen to you. It would be a shame if yeah. you know you woke up with concrete shoes." Mm-hmm. It'd be a shame if somebody
2: investigated your companies, yeah, and found some infractions.
0: No, they, uh, instead they audit use. Dave Landau. <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly, that is what they do. Yep. That is absolutely what they do. What's the? There's this
0: other site. What is for this? lots of money? Yeah, for lo- oh, oh, so yeah. here's here's a silver yeah, lining. You guys can go and support them. It's uh, a give I, send I, I go. I Hold on, give send go. They've already uh, uh, raised four point three million dollars. That's fantastic. So if you want to go, we have oh. the link: give send go. Um, for me? Screw this GoFundMe. For this correct. convoy. Yeah. Yeah. Never oh.
2: ever use them again. Don't ever send them any money again. If anybody wants the money from you, find a different way.
0: Um we're running late here today, so let's we tomorrow are, we'll yeah. talk about Biden and his silly comments about uh the firearms. But look, I was, think Was he wrong again? Yeah, he was wrong again. Oh. Um I think He thought it was a flashlight. <sighs> <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> we really and you know what? Look, you can't just go by uh by you know, rallies like Donald Trump would do. But there's a level of enthusiasm. I mean, Dave just right, you were the well, ironically, the highest selling white comic ever at the Denver inn White. I comic. just found out, yeah. Well, that's racist. Why would you why would you even have that category? Well, the point uh, is black comics are generally better, so it's oh. graded on a curve. Okay. Yeah, it's well, that's true. Awesome. And
3: they <laughs> tend to support their own people, so they draw very yeah, well in comedy.
0: Absolutely. Books, it's absolutely true. I mean, have you seen Tyler Perry's pocketbook? That's true. He does a great media. The guy makes a billion dollars in Madea, too. He doesn't even need yeah. the Chinese market. It's Madea's pocketbook. Yes, it is Madea's pocketbook. It's a deep His pocketbook. His wallet's pretty thick. Madea has the same purse as Brian Stelter. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Lord. Now, I think uh, this is it. Well, people have misused the term cancel culture. Uh, I don't want to say that. I just, people have gotten tired of the term cancel culture. Yeah. Let's, let's stop using the term cancel culture. What I'm talking about is people attempting to remove your ability to to make a living. This is an attempt to ruin, to destroy lives. That's really what it is. Cancel culture. People go, oh, you're not canceled if you're still uh, on Spotify. No, look, they're trying to ruin Joe Rogan's life privately through things that he said on a public platform, by the way, in the open. They're trying to destroy your life privately. They're trying to remove, in Canada, all of this. There's a through line. Them not allowing gas to get to these truckers is the exact same as uh, the government saying, Spotify, you need to do more to throttle Joe Rogan. It's the exact same as them creating the Crowder rule over at YouTube for borderline content and Senator Hirono saying, why didn't they remove this person? It's all a symptom of the same problem. And it's no longer about the free market versus the government. I understand that at one point people would say, well, look, if you don't like that restaurant, don't shop there. If you don't like this show, don't watch it. Sure, got it. But the government wasn't saying yeah, but this shop, th- this market's going to be allowed, this market's not. We're going to allow only Tom Thumbs. We're going to make sure that Kroger is subject to separate regulations. That would be what we're dealing with right now. They didn't used to say, you know what? We're going to make sure that uh, uh, every single uh, television can get ABC, but they can't get NBC back when there were only three stations. Now we have that, actually. Imagine if the government did that. But the government has come out now and said, you know what? One America News is misinformation. And guess what? They're dropped from cable providers. Imagine if they'd done that with NBC. Think that would have changed? The landscape for ABC and CBS. And by the way, what kind of messaging do you think would come from ABC or CBS? I had to watch this in Canada. I'll leave you with this. And then we're going to play They Don't Make Them Like They Used To on Mug Club. There's no way we could play that here on YouTube. (laughs) Um, In Canada, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I know I'm close. So I'll make sure afterwards that we have these numbers and the references available. They They were campaigning for uh, Canadian Prime Minister. This is before Trudeau, uh, Prime Minister Blackface made it in. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, someone from the NDP said that if they won, they would give like $100 million, or maybe it was $75 million, but a huge sum of money to the CBC. For Americans going, what's the CBC? It's the only news, effectively, that we had in Canada when I was growing up. It's the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. So a candidate who's running for office was saying, if I win... You're going to get more money. How do you think they're going to cover him? But then Trudeau came in, and I think if the other person said $75 million or $100 million, Trudeau added like 50%, and he said, I'll give $150 million to CBC. Oh, boy. Who do you think got the favorable coverage? That's the issue. When these networks, when these powerful companies believe that they can get not only favorable financial incentives, but treatment and an uneven playing field, of course they're going to do the bidding. Because... It's not just about money, it's about power, and the power enables you to make more money. Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, Google, YouTube. Now we see GoFundMe. You can add uh, Patreon to that list. If they know that the government has their eye on them and that the government will give them a leg up and eliminate their competition, as we've seen, or at least call for it, give them the support publicly, guess what? They're going to be emboldened, and they're only going to be emboldened to do the bidding of the government. All the... All the Bernie bros out there, all the people who are liberals who complain complain about campaign finance, who complain about Citizens United, who don't fully understand what Citizens United was about, and you complain about corporatism. Where are you on this? Where are you on this? There's no more clear example of crony capitalism outside of maybe the big bank bailouts, which I know you guys think was necessary, too big to fail, just like Elizabeth Warren, right, with BlackRock. Where are you on this? Does this not scare you? Where are the code pinks? Where are the people who were against the Patriot Act when George Bush was president? This is so much worse. This is so much more of an abusive power... It's unprecedented in American history. And if you go along with it, or if you apologize to these people, you are apologizing to evil. Because people who do not have a heart for forgiveness, the Bible talks about that, those are evil people. Smash that like button if you're watching here on YouTube right now. It helps with the algorithm. Comment below. Do you apologize? Even if you think you're wrong, I think you know where I line up. And uh, we're going to play. They don't make them like they used to. So YouTube, you know what? Thank you, but not really piss off.